Grace and mercy and peace are yours from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. God's word that we meditate on this morning is our epistle lesson from 2 Corinthians chapter 1. Paul writes, Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of compassion and the God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our troubles so that we can comfort those in any trouble with the comfort we ourselves receive from God. For just as we share abundantly in the sufferings of Christ, so also our comfort abounds through Christ. If we are distressed, it is for your comfort and salvation. If we are comforted, it is for your comfort, which produces in you patient endurance of the same sufferings we suffer. And our hope for you is firm, because we know that just as you share in our sufferings, so also you share in our comfort. This is the word of the Lord. If your God really is so loving and kind and all-powerful, why would he let you struggle so much? Why is he letting you endure this suffering? That's a question that people who don't believe in God will be quick to ask you, won't it? But it's not a question that's just asked of unbelievers. Christians ask variations of this question too, don't they? God, if you really love me, why are you letting this go on so long? Why aren't you taking this pain away? Why do you continue to let these troubles come into my life, God? Struggles and troubles and suffering in this life wear on us, don't they? They can even make us Christians who, who know God's word and, and, and believe in him to question him and his love. And it can wear us down, can it? And it begins to make us look inward and implode on ourselves and, and just worry about me and could become so focused on my problems and my troubles. Suffering and struggles in this life are hard. They're a part of this life Sometimes they're really difficult to handle, aren't they? The fact is, suffering is a part of this life. We know that. And, and as a Christian, right, you probably know the reasons we give why suffering happens in our life. Right? It's all a result of sin in this world because of evil. That, that's why we suffer. That's why we have struggles and troubles. They're there to, to make us despair of ourselves and realize we can't handle our troubles and our struggles and we need God. Right? They're there to remind us that this is not all that God has planned for us. There is a place waiting for us that is free of troubles and struggles and suffering. Right? There's the promise that God works through everything for our good, even through the sufferings and troubles of this life. Maybe you've heard all those before, and if you want to know more about those, see me later on, because we're going to talk about suffering today, but, but not for any of those reasons. 
Instead, we're going to focus in on these five verses from Paul's letter to the Corinthians that explain a reason for our suffering, a reason for our struggles in this life. And it's maybe a surprising one. I'm sure you've heard that phrase before, There's, every cloud has its silver lining. Right? And it's that picture of the storm may be raging, right? It might be dark, the wind is blowing, the rain is pounding, which I know we don't get to see a whole lot here, but, but you, you can picture it in your mind at least, right? But then you start to see that sliver of light on the edge of the clouds, and you know that the sun is going to come out soon. And what that means, of course, is that there's always blessings through struggles. That there's always something good to be found, even when things are bad. And what Paul reveals to us this morning in our lesson is that there is a silver lining to the struggles of this life. There is good that comes from them, that we can see. That in our sufferings and in our troubles, God works good that we get to witness, that we get to be a part of. That's what Paul's writing to these Corinthians about. He's, he's writing here at the beginning of this second letter, and he's telling them about the struggles that they've gone through, the persecution that the, he and the other apostles, the other missionaries have endured for the sake of the gospel. He, he says that, you know, we are going through these troubles, but, but we haven't been left alone Right? We're still praising God. We're, we're praising our Father because He is the Father of compassion. He is the God of all comfort. And He's comforting us in our troubles. Right? We're, we're going through severe persecution. We're struggling. We're going through so much trouble, but we have not been left alone. God is there and God is comforting us. God is with us and we want you to know that, dear Christians. And then Paul gets to the silver lining of all of it. Paul gets to why he's telling them about their struggles. It's not to complain. It's not to say how great they are in enduring all of this. It's not just to give glory to God, and he is. But he says, Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of compassion and the God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our troubles, listen now, so that we can comfort those in any trouble, with the comfort that we ourselves receive from God. Paul says we are going through these troubles and these struggles and these trials and these sufferings so that God can show us comfort and we in turn can comfort you in your troubles. He says that as we're sharing in the sufferings of Christ, we're also sharing in the comfort of Christ. And, and we're distressed, and we're going through these things, but you know, know who it's for? He says it's for your comfort. It's for your salvation, Corinthian Christians. He says if we're comforted, it's for your comfort, which is producing patient endurance in you. Paul is telling these Corinthian Christians, we are enduring these struggles to get God's comfort to share that comfort with you who are struggling too, who are suffering too, who have troubles too. 
And friends, the same is true for you. You have struggles in your life, and you suffer in your life so that you can receive comfort from God and then in turn share that comfort with others. With that God of all comfort who has supplied every one of your needs, you are able to look around and see those who are suffering and struggling and share with them the comfort that you yourself have received from God. And what's the comfort that you have received from God? The fact that you have a God who suffered for you. That you have a God who wasn't worried about himself and his suffering when he came to this earth, but, but he was focused on your suffering, your eternal suffering that was your destination. That, that, that God himself came to this world and suffered for you. He, he went through the struggles and the troubles and the trials of this life, and he faced them perfectly for you. He came and he lived a life of compassion, of comfort, of love towards other people for all the times that we have not. And then he goes all the way to a cross. And there he suffers hell itself for you. So that you could be comforted. So that you could know peace with God right now and know that there is peace waiting for you forever. To know that as you go through life, every single one of your sins is forgiven. To know that the devil and all of his lies have no power over you. And he died. But then he rose again. Your Savior and substitute rose for you to assure you that there is more after the grave. That there is a life waiting for you of perfect peace and joy forever. Right? This is the comfort that you have to share with each other. The comfort of a God who knows your struggles and knows your suffering, who endured them and endured the greatest suffering and pain so that you could be comforted in your struggles today and know that there's an end to them. Friends, we have received this comfort from God because he just loves us so incredibly much that he has done all this for us, redeemed us as his very own, made peace with us and our Heavenly Father, forgiven all of our sins, continuing to come to us in word and sacrament to strengthen us and encourage us and refresh us and set us back on who we are in his sight, loved, at peace with him, righteous in his sight, heirs of eternal life. And now, in addition to all of that, that God has done for you in his grace, he says, look around. And he gives you more opportunities to go and to look at those and find those who need the comfort that you have. Who need the peace that you have. Who are struggling, who are suffering, who are in trouble. Who need to be reminded of or pointed to their Savior too. 
for those who have lost a loved one. Maybe you know what that's like. Losing a spouse or a child. Someone you dearly loved. And you know that struggle. You know that pain. You know that grief. But yet you also know how that hope of the resurrection and that promise of eternal life comforted you through that difficult time. Friends, look around. Who needs that comfort? Who needs that peace that you know? Comfort those who need that comfort from God. For those who maybe are dealing with chronic health issues, and maybe you know exactly what that's like. You know what it's like to feel pain every single day. Or maybe you've cared for someone and, and you watch their, their, their physical bodies just deteriorate day after day. You know what that looks like. You know the, the physical and the spiritual and the emotional toll that takes on you. Look around. Look around and see those who are going through the same thing right now. Who need to know that strength that you have found in your God who says that he meets every one of your needs in every way. Who needs that patience that only God can give to go through the struggles of this life as we deal with these ailments of our bodies. Friends, the comfort that you have received from God, you get to share that with one another. Or how about the one who is being ridiculed for their faith? Now, maybe you know what that's like too. Maybe you've had a spouse who's ridiculed you for going to church and being involved at church and reading your Bible. Why do you worry about all that kind of stuff? Why do you spend so much time focused on those things? Or maybe you think back to, to high school or college. You went to a, a, a public university or public high school and, and you got an F in that science class because you would not write that paper about evolution. Maybe you know what it's like to want to maybe give up on your faith and wonder, is this all worth it to hold on to God's word and, and profess it boldly? Right? Look around and who might be struggling right, to give up? Or the comfort that you received to know that it is in this eternal word of God that is your only source of peace and life and salvation. And to hold on to that and to know that that is your great heritage, no matter what the world might say. Right? That comfort that you yourself have received from God, you get to share that with others. Or for the one who struggles with depression. Maybe you know what that's like. Maybe you know the feeling of wondering what your value is in this world, and if you matter to anybody, and how could anybody love you? Right? You know how the devil preys on your emotional instability. You know how he wants you to, to think that, that God could never love someone like you, and how could anybody else love you too? Right? But yet you have found that comfort in God's word, that you are redeemed, you are loved, you are his. And nothing the devil says to you, nothing that happens to you in this life will ever change that. Look around. There's someone you know who's struggling with those same things. That comfort that you yourself have received from God, you get to share. 
Friends, think about if you look at your struggles differently in this life, if you look at the suffering you have gone through and the troubles you have endured or are enduring, if you look at them that way, that they're really not about me, (laughs) but instead they're opportunities for me to be able to share the comfort and the peace that I have found in my God. Think about how freeing that is. Right? If, if it all stops being about me, and it all stops focusing in on me, and I get to take my struggles and my sufferings and look out and say, who can I show the love of Christ to? Who can I show compassion to? Who can I come alongside of and say, I've been there. I know what it feels like. And let me point you back to the cross of Jesus to show you who you really are and where your hope is really found. Dear friends, this is what we get to do. We get to be the compassion of Christ to one another. Friends, this isn't something we have to do. This is something we get to do because we have been called into that grace of God and we know that grace of God and we're living in that grace of God. We get to share that with one another. We get to live out that grace of God in our lives together. We get to be the hands and the feet of Christ to one another. If we're honest, we can probably all get a little better at this, right? Looking outside of our own struggles and troubles and begin to look at a whole world of hurting people. Maybe they're right in our homes. Maybe they're right here in our church family. Maybe there's someone in your neighborhood or at work. I think we can all probably say we can probably do a little bit better at this. But there's probably another area of this that we can probably all be better at, and that's receiving comfort. Right? When I'm going through struggles, to let my fellow believers serve me and show compassion to me, that I'm willing to open up and share my life and share my struggles and receive the comfort that God has given them to share with me? I think that's probably something we can all be better at too, right? That as we get to live in this grace together, it's not just about giving, but it's also about receiving. It's also about wanting these blessings that God wants to give you this strength and this peace through your fellow Christians to come to you through them too. That God wants them to be able to serve you. Let them. Let them show God's grace to you. Because when Simon Simon and Garfunkel try to tell you, you're a rock and you're an island and you don't need anybody else. But that's just not true. God has called you into a family. God has made you his children and made you brothers and sisters with each other because we need one another. God has given us each other as these sources of comfort and strength. God has placed us in this family to care for one another and to be cared for by each other. That's grace. As we struggle through this life, we don't struggle alone. That we get to be Christ to one another. And yeah, I know we're all going through different things in this life, right? 
We all have different struggles. We all have different things we're suffering with. And, and you can't say, well, well, I've never been through cancer, so I don't know how to talk to that person who's struggling with cancer. Right? And you can't play the, the game of, well, you know, comparing your suffering to other people. Right? That doesn't do anybody any good. Right? Well, how can I complain? Look at how much that person is going through and how much that person is struggling. Did you hear what Paul said? He says that God comforts us in all our troubles so that we can comfort those in any trouble with the comfort we ourselves have received from God. Friends, you know that comfort of the gospel. You know the promises that God makes to you and to all believers. That applies to any struggle, any trouble, any suffering. That comfort you have received, you get to share. Paul didn't play these games. Instead, he said, who can I comfort with the comfort I've received? Who needs that peace of Christ, right? Who needs that patient endurance that only God can give? Who can share in this comfort along with me? Friends, we all suffer. We all suffer in different ways, but the comfort that we need is exactly the same. It's all found in Christ, found in that Father of compassion, that God of all comfort, to bring us that peace, to bring us that new life with him, to bring us that promise beyond the grave. So you see, there is a silver lining to all your struggles in this life. And if you look at them that way, maybe they're not that bad. <laughs> right? When you see that there's a purpose for them, a reason for them, maybe you can look at them a little differently. To know that you don't go through this alone. You don't have to. And we don't want anybody else to go through it alone either. But instead, we get to go through it together. Is this going to take time? Is it going to take some of your time? Yeah, it is. <laughs> is it going to take energy away from other things that you want to do in life? Yeah, yeah. Is it going to be messy sometimes and uncomfortable? Sure, yeah. But isn't that what God has set us free to do? Isn't that what our lives as a Christian family is really all about? Isn't that what our lives in this world really are all about? To be able to share the comfort we have received. To be able to point others back to their Savior, Jesus. To struggle with each other to encourage each other, to continue to lead each other to that comfort that we find in Christ alone. May God help us do so.